You're in tune to Thursday Night Watch, the meeting of the inner circle. And this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you so much for preferring to be right here with us than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are listening via your phone apps from wherever you are, thank you for using your technology towards your greater good. And for those of you who are my inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time or any time that I'm speaking, I am so very grateful for you. For those of you who are the ones who have taken listenership to conscious subscribership and support by virtue of your uh, consistent giving forward to us because of the programming that you're receiving and your gratitude for it. I am so thankful because we could not exist just on people listening. It's those who are supporting what you are receiving that gets us through each month of twenty to $24,000 of expenses that allow us to be here 24-7. Anytime I come to the airwaves, I am always coming with the conscious intention to speak to the issues of our liberation, our resurrection, the prerequisites for our being qualified for continuance in existence, and our holistic wellness, our healing, and that which gives us hopefully a little bit more inspiration, insight, and motivation to dig deep within yourself to be in the height and the light of yourself because that is how we win after being under and because we're under a world conquering rampage to make sure that we're divided and conquered so it matters how we respond it matters that we are taking responsibility to do our due diligence in exalting a full life's urge on a daily basis it matters that we really care to make our lives meaningful, vital, necessary, because there is so much going on to put us in a place where we are glib about our right to die. We are feeling entitled to be anesthetizing, inebriating, intoxicating, and violating the laws that govern our own being. We are complicit and complacent with the suppression and depression and the violation of other beings because we work on behalf of the corporate deities of death, the tobacco, the alcohol, the sugar, the dairy, meat, the chicken, the sea creature industries. And it's time for us to realize that the corporate entities and deities of death that have generated billions of dollars, trillions of dollars in the perpetuation of sickness, illness, disease, and death in the violation of Mother Earth, Mother Nature, the laws that govern existence, as well as the people of the Earth, as well as the creatures, the plants, the Earth herself. We have to understand that there are absolute laws that govern us. And our being in conscious care to be in harmony with those absolute laws is the key for our being in a place where we are able to take full degrees of responsibility for our destiny, choosing destiny, and not just having a tragic date with fate because we follow the massive programming. The people have been turned into sheeple, and we do not have to participate. And no matter what we've done and where we've gone and what the conditions and issues are within our very tissues, our communities, our families and whatever, we are able to shift things by taking personal time to be contemplative, to be introspective, to be reflective, to come to that place and space where we're personally committed to being completely cleared of all of yesterday's transgressions and mistakes and errors that compound upon us sorrow and sickness and suffering and all of that. We do not have to follow that just because it's the road that we have been on already. And it may manifest itself as sickness and obesity and diabetes and all manners of dis-ease and despair and degradation and depression and all of that that puts you in a position where you literally are not enjoying your living. 
but life is your gift. And I'm here to encourage you to realize that no matter what has crystallized in your tissues, that in this now moment, you have opportunity to attune yourself by virtue of every fiber of your being being completely permeated and penetrated in your absolute and unwavering, uncompromising desire to be cleansed and purified, to be made whole, to be healed, to be renewed rebirth, regenerated, revitalized, and revivified in the light and the truth of the all that you really are as this living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of the, of the absolute and supreme intelligence that is all there is as existence itself. For we each, whether we are men or wombed men, regardless of what hue of people we are, we are held by absolute law, and the absolute law and the fulfillment of the absolute law requires us to understand absolute love and it puts us in a position where we are responsible for the truth for love is the harmony of the truth and the truth is that there is absolute and supreme intelligence that animates absolutely everything and everybody so in absolute reality there is literally only oneself and that oneself is the intelligence of existence itself and we're in a now moment where we have the opportunity to realign ourselves with its will to realign ourselves with its way to realign ourselves with its laws and to come to that place and space where we are truly doing that which is ours to do in duty, obligation, and responsibility as conscious beings to get to the source of our lives directly because we've been misoriented and disoriented in terms of our having an understanding and understanding and a resolute standing with the purposes of existence itself. And you follow people who do not have a real frequency or energy of care to understand that there is absolute purpose, inherent purpose in existence upon the planet. And so living lawlessly is not sufficient when there is absolute purpose and responsibility in being. And our realization that you are under siege, that you are in a place where you are being warred against, that you have not received yet the fullness of that which you should have gotten as a living being, as one who was destined to become a man, the progenitor of lineages, or a wombed man, the perpetuator of lineages of people. Our education, our religious training, our socialization, nothing has pro properly provided for us so that we are naturally unfolding self, unfolding self-realizing and being able to tap that which is our genetic inheritance, our heritage, in order for us to truly be, truly self-vivifying in the light of the truth of the all that we each are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of that absolute and supreme intelligence that is all there is as existence itself. We're in a now moment where we must understand that the global warming, the ice melting, the waters rising, the fires burning, the storms brewing, and all of this is as a result of how much violation of Mother Earth and her creatures that there has been. And even before that, the fact that this country was facilitated on the annihilation of our indigenous families, the enslavement of our African ancestors and whatnot, and continue to be uh, perpetuated by the multi-trillion dollar businesses of militarism and mass incarceration, that we have to understand that there is no way to continue to perpetuate these things and then everybody live well and that there is a thriving economy. You cannot have any thriving economy based on enslavement, entrapment, incarceration, murder and rape and violation and whatnot. We are in a place and space where we have the opportunity to be the salt of the earth. We have the opportunity to do that which is ours to do. So that we can circumvent some of the devastation that is already scheduled for this place. And those who are upholding the system of things in terms of the judges and the lawyers and the teachers and the doctors and the nurses and the psychiatrists and all of those who are the so-called professionals who are professing as if they know what 
the issues really are, and they are just as much in need of complete clearing, cleansing, purification, renewal, rebirth, and regeneration as everybody else. The slave as well as the slave master are both in need of a greater light that substantiates their being by virtue of their being absolute intelligence in being directly, and no man was scheduled by the intelligence of existence to be the ruler of another man. But when you have people who will not control themselves, when you have those who will not exalt a full life's urge, when you have those who will not, under any circumstances, seek to be completely cleared and cleansed and purified and renewed, reborn, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized and revivified in the light of the truth of the all that they are by virtue of having a beating heart. When you have people who realize that they are not feeling well and that they are full of pain and degradation and whatnot, when you have people who will not seek their own creator, who will not lift their own voices, open up their own hearts, try to do anything differently, then you have a people who have a scheduled date with their tragic date with fate, and it is death. But see, we don't really know what death really is. And many people assume that everybody here has to die. And I'm saying that there's a path of life that leads to death and there's a path of life that leads to life, everlasting life, eternal life. And that if you live the path of life that leads to death, there's no guarantee that you have the opportunity to live joyfully, rejoicefully, harmoniously as a conscious immortal in exalted realms of existence if you enjoyed killing yourself while you were on the planet. Because you have those who will make you think that it doesn't matter, that you can live any kind of way. You can be as lawless as you want to be, and your fate and destiny beyond the planet will be the exact same regardless. And that's as if to say... Well, you know, we're just here for the experience. We are spirit beings having a human experience, and it's just a human experience. So whatever the experience, it's okay because we're here for the experience. No, we are here to consciously align ourselves with absolute law, absolute love, absolute wisdom, and absolute truth in being, realizing, realizing, and clarifying, re- putting ourselves in a place where we are completely realigned with the purposes of of existence in self unfolding and exalting a full life's urge and being purposed in being as these points of that absolute and supreme intelligence to glorify it, to honor it, to understand how to love and to be in a place where you are mastering yourselves, you are controlling yourselves, you are disciplining yourselves. This is the purpose of our being here is for the practical experience of enhancing and substantiating the quality of our spirits to be in alignment with our angels, our guides, our guardians, our ancients, and our souls. And you will never have an excuse as to why you would not do that work. You will never be able to blame the government, the presidents, Willie Lynch, or any of the other ones whose names you can call of the G8 and this one and that one. You would never be able to blame them for why you did not exalt a full life surge. And it's about taking responsibility. It's about being able to respond correctly and directly in any now moment. We're in that now moment where it's our duty, obligation, and responsibility to rise completely up. To understand that there's edict that has been issued from the exalted realms for the earth. To come to that point and place where she is being completely harmonized in cosmic will and cosmic law in the establishment of absolute and eternal government upon the planet. And so therefore, those of you who don't care and the other ones who don't care to be rightly, rightly aligned with the purposes of existence, those who have no desire to be in a place where they are doing the clearing, the cleansing, the purification, the renewal, the rebirth, those who prefer to be anesthetized, inebriated, intoxicated, self-violating and co-conspirating with their own oppression and, and depression and suppression and whatnot, then their fate is death. Now, how long they will be dead, we don't know. And so I am the one who's encouraging you to get real serious about your living, to be in a place where you are taking greater responsibility for shaping the lives and the fate and the destiny of your children and your grandchildren, that you're in a now moment that requires you to function as a maturing person and not just as one who has been under all of the uh, degrees of degradation and oppression and suppression and all of that. 
You understand? We get no exaltation for consistently affirming and declaring our blackness. There is no exaltation that we get in consistently referring to ourselves as that which we've studied. You understand? People say, well, I'm I'm Christian, I'm Muslim, I'm Jew, I'm this, I'm that. No, that's something that you've applied yourself to. Those are studies that you've applied yourself to. That's not what you were when you came through that vaginal canal. You understand? The essence of, of that which we each are is intelligences of existence directly. Many of us will never be able to really know the fullness of our genetic inheritance in terms of our genealogy, in terms of the cultures that we've come through. So in our ethnicity, some of it is vis- you know, visible, others of it is not. But coming to a point and place where we are able to exalt a full life's urge in being these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of absolute and supreme intelligence is where we would get degrees of insight. And I have been in conversation with so many, so many ones who are intellectualizing our liberation, intellectualizing the ordering of the spiritual worlds and and whatnot. For whatever it is we realize, for whatever it is we think we know, there's an infinitude that lies beyond us. And in terms of how the intelligence of existence works and the will of it, much of it lays beyond our ability to even comprehend it because we have not yet fulfilled what our purposes are for where we are right now. It's like if you don't understand how to eat and how to be, there's no way in hell you're going to understand how the spiritual worlds are organized. But this is how the people have us, where we think that we can go to school and get all these degrees and whatnot and all these accolades, and, and that means that we've achieved something. And this is the problem that we have now, is that we've got all of these educated people who are supporting a system that supports death. Our education should have given us the wherewithal to be thinkers, to be able to think a greater way than participating in a system that, that supports our violation, our annihilation, our subjugation, our cellular oppression. And if we're not thinking, then we are not gaining anything just because we're working every day and able to pay bills. Because at the end of that life, of just working and working and working and paying and paying and paying, you understand, you would have missed your whole life. At the end of the life, where you were not committed to living, you were not committed to the laws of existence, you were not committed to the intelligence of your being, being in a place and space where you were able to function as intelligence does, always exalting a full life's urge, always doing that which supports the wholeness of everything and everybody. If you lived your entire life just stuffing your face and and, and trying to uh, satisfy appetites, lusts, and desires at the end of that life, sweetheart, you truly never live. So as the world turns and you get a chance to see the drama at all of the trauma centers, General Hospital and all my children and all of those soap operas that represent the lives of so many ones who are living lives of quiet desperation and confusion because for whatever it is they're going through, rarely do you see people taking the time to really change their whole orientation in living, stepping off the path of death onto the path of everlasting life. It's a choice. And if you will not choose it, then you will not be guaranteed the fulfillment of your destiny. It's something that you have to reach for. It's something that has to matter to you. It doesn't come natural when you have been in a system that supports death as the destiny and fate of everything and everybody. We're in a now moment that requires us to have a wholehearted commitment in spite of, in light of, and despite all circumstances and situations to being in alignment with the laws of life. This is how we get leverage. Where you are being warred against, your first line of defense is to do nothing to undermine yourself or yourselves. When you are being warred against, then your duty, obligation, and responsibility is to pull all of your pieces together. Your duty, obligation, and responsibility is to lighten your burdens, the burdens of your heart and your spirit, to come to a point and place where it matters, where you are really caring to be cleared and cleansed and purified and renewed, rebirth, regenerated rejuvenated and revitalized and that process of clearing cleansing purifying it's not something that you can do every every quarter 
when the seasons change, you've got to be about it every day. Because we've been poisoned every day of our lives from the time that we were very, very young, generationally. And taking the responsibility to invoke and call forth the light of the lineages that we represent is duty, obligation, and responsibility. Taking time to really consciously commit to glorifying and honor the legacy of the lineages that we represent is duty, obligation, and responsibility for where we are right now. Taking time to commit every fiber of your being to being all that you are as this living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of that absolute and supreme intelligence that is all there is as existence itself is duty, obligation, and responsibility for where we are right now. And it's beyond nationalism. It's beyond Pan-Africanism. It's beyond duties and obligation to a flag or to a religion or any of that. You weren't told to love the book with your whole body, heart, mind, and soul. You weren't told to love anything that man created with your whole body, heart, mind, life, and soul. You were told to love that which beats your heart, that which breathes you, that which is the essence of life itself with your whole being directly. But you'll say, oh, well, I just love my pig's feet. Oh, I just love my cigarette. Oh, I just love getting high. Oh, I just love that. Get- I just... Y'all out of order. And being out of order is disempowering. The power comes when you care to be in alignment with the truth of yourself. The, the power comes when you care to walk in the integrity of your own authenticity. The power comes when you care to act as if you have been commissioned by the intelligence of existence to radiate and reflect its order, its light, its love, its wisdom, and its truth to hold your head high and to walk in a faith that is powerful, that you can create whatever it is you have vision to see. But you can't see as long as your bloodstream is defiled with the flesh of dead animals and the aborted fetuses of chickens and the pus and mucus of cows and all of the inebriants and intoxicants. You can't see. And that's why we have so much of this stuff so readily available to us that we can't have a celebration. We can't have a birthday party. We can't have an anniversary. We can't do anything without the corporate deities of death and the tools of Satan being right there to poison and permeate and penetrate us in every fiber of our being. And that's why it's very, very difficult for us to come to a point in place where where we really get the leverage because our brothers and sisters, our friends, our families, our cousins, all of them, everybody's steeped in their attachment to all of those things that are cellularly oppressive, cellularly bastardizing, cellularly usurping, so that every day they have less of themselves. So I'm the one. Who, doesn't rem- who does not mind kind of stepping on your toes a little bit and nudging you a little bit further to get real serious about your living because you will never have anything greater than your life. You will never have a greater opportunity than the now moment. And right now, those of us who are coming into maturity, this is our time to be in a place and space where we have earned our rights to say what goes. We can no longer perpetuate a school systems or school systems that numb and dumb and oppress our children. We can no longer be in a place where we are working on behalf of those things, those products, those entities and deities whose products undermine the cellular functioning of children. We can no longer be in a place where we serve sickness, illness, disease, and death, and then think that we have the right to prosper. And that there's prosperity that we can gain from it. And that's where the delusion and the illusion exists, is that you cannot serve death and serve life at the same time. And those of you who are employed by the corporate deities of death, the meat, the dairy, the chicken, the alcohol, the tobacco industries, and all of these things, you have the opportunity to take whatever resources you have and take 10, 15, 20% off the top and begin to invest in yourself. Invest in the information, the knowledge, the herbs, the clays, the water, whatever you need so that you are being completely cleared and cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, and revitalized while you are working those jobs. Because that's how you get to the next thought where you really care to be rightly attuned to your purpose in being. Nobody's purpose is to perpetuate sickness, illness, disease, and death. And there is no government no religious institutions, no cultures, 
no educational institutions that are authorized by the law of existence or the creator's will to perpetuate and legislate death as popular and common activity, collective learning and education, and the path of prosperity. We're in a now moment where we have the opportunity to cast off all of the shackles of on our minds to put ourselves in a position where we can be completely healed, completely whole, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and revivified as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of that absolute and supreme intelligence that is all there is as existence itself. It's our time. And this is Adama your voice of a resurrection. Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. And for those of you who are tuned in via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be with us in any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are listening via your phone apps and technology, thank you for being that wise. We are in a now moment of eternity. It requires us to take some time to understand the seasons that we're in, not just in terms of the uh, spring, winter, fall, and still ourselves, to go deeper, to reach higher, to get clear about what really matters to us, to be in a place and space where we have, have more time, we take the time to realize that we are the ones who are creating our reality. And if we are not really happy with what is showing up, then we have the opportunity to do something about it physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, our love relationships, our finances, our money, all of it. And we have so much confronting us in terms of our global humanity and the massive seemingly insanity that there is, but there is absolute reality that I am always exalting as our commonality, as our common unity, as our refuge and our salvation, as that which is beyond all of the things, the circumstances, the situations, everything that man can create and all of the toxicity, all of the poison, all of the sickness, the illness, disease, the degradation, there is still absolute Reality that is an absolute and supreme intelligence that is guiding us. It has the world, the earth in flotation and rotation, the sun blazing, and this massive, ever-expanding reality that is cosmic, beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. And we are destined to leave the planet at some point in time. And we are seeing how people are leaving right and left, or we think that they're leaving, but people are dying. And this is the issue that I am always bringing us to, that we should not be dying because we already dwell in the reality of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. It is blazing the sun. It has the world spinning. It has created this phenomenal reality that is life, that stems from all of the elements that are seen, unseen, known and unknown, and its will, its way, its light, its love, its law is always triumphant so that when we align ourselves with it, when we consciously take responsibility to remember that that's how blessed we are. Being in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence, being these points of presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence and knowing that we have the opportunity to reclaim ourselves, to realign ourselves, to be cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, revivified and completely resurrected in the light of the truth of the all that we each are as living, loving, intelligent, potent and immortal points of this absolute and supreme presence whose presence is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, which would make us immortal already. And so here I am, after 17 years 
of appreciating loving and appreciating the opportunity to come before our community that is in the <laughs> hearing of 100,000 watts of power, how many of the miles that is around this place, but, but to realize that there are those of you who've been listening to me the entire time, those of you who kind of get in and get out, those of you who really appreciate love everything that I'm doing and everything that I'm saying, but you need more. <laughs> more inspiration, more motivation, more discipline, more. And I pray consistently to be more that you are praying consistently to be the more that you are because our global stance right now as individuals, as families, as communities, as a global community, it matters how we are standing. It matters what we are walking with. It matters that we care to shine. It matters that we realize that all of the situations and circumstances are literally situations and circumstances. They are not our truth. And that the situations and circumstances, they change. As Kim says, it's only a matter of time. <laughs> and so when we align ourselves with the reality that there is timelessness, that there is eternity, then we begin to use the reality of time to our greater good when we don't get caught up in wasting time, in misusing time, in misusing the gifts that we've been given, our life force, our energy, our ability to imagine what it is we allow ourselves to pay attention to. We have responsibility, duty, and obligation to exalt a full life's urge. When people say, oh, well, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I want to find out what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know what my purpose is. And after 40, 50 years of that, come on, y'all. We're supposed to be loving our lives. We're supposed to be loving that which beats our heart and breathes us, that which maintains and sustains us, that which is source of all of us, loving it with our whole body, heart, mind, soul, with all of our might, honoring the gift of life that we have been given so that we do nothing to undermine ourselves, ourselves, or anyone else. That's what we're supposed to be doing. And as we do that and come to the degree of consistency over time in coming into greater degrees of care, coming into greater degrees of, of compassion and mercy and forgiveness and respect, honor, duty, the ability to respond correctly and directly in any now moment, to understand that we who are men, the progenitor of lineages, and we who are wombed men, the perpetuator of lineages, we are supposed to be loving life, exalting life, laying a greater foundation for our children, our grandchildren, our great-grands, and all of those who have come to the glory of those who've come before us, those who've gifted us. We are the beneficiaries of the gifts and the intellectual property and the labor and the service and the creativity and all of that which we are benefiting from. And we don't even know the names of all of the people who have contributed to us. And come 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 80 years, 100 years, 150 years, 200 years from now, people will probably not know our names either. And the time is passing quickly. And so each generation is blessed to come to a point and place that in maturity, we have the opportunity to set the precedent for that which is going to secure our destiny, that which will secure our lineages, that which will secure our legacy. And to be totally mindless about it, to be thoughtless about it, to not consider it. And then to spend so much time considering the stats and of the ball players and the golfers and the sports and the entertainers and all of this. And then you're missing your life being distracted with those who are so busy playing games and entertaining you to your own detriment. We're in a now moment where we have the opportunity to get right. You hear the old people say, you better get right with God. <laughs> and I'm saying that the God, God is law. God is life. God is love. God is the peace that, and the truth and that which is 
always exalting that which is best for absolutely everything, everywhere, everyone at all times, beyond circumstance and situation. So we have the opportunity to align ourselves with the light that is the only sovereignty over the darkness, the dimness, the sickness, the oblivion, the gloom, that which we have seen in progression and the progression of errors. And these people pride themselves because they have all this education, they got all this money, they have all this investments and all of these things, but they are still in error. What is the progression? And then for those of us who are affected by those who are in error, not to care, to be empowered. That's a tragedy. Because in this day and time, you need to be empowered. Empowered to think a greater thought. Empowered to exalt a full life's urge. Empowered to know what to do on a daily basis to cleanse and purify, to sanctify, to consecrate your body temple so the true spirit of the living God and goddess can be completely re-enthroned as your reality. You need to be empowered to walk in the light of the truth of the all that you are as this living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is is our gift. And we should have been rightly oriented to understand that that's what we're supposed to be doing. But to be under the misorientation and the disorientation and the miseducation and the confusion and the progression of error, then yes, it matters what you're seeking. It matters what you're asking for. It matters what you're paying attention to. And it matters that you love yourself enough as the gift that you have received from this absolute and supreme intelligence where you will respect it. You will honor it. You will do everything to facilitate optimum cellular functioning, just like you'll take care of your brain brand new car or your old car or whatever the things you have worked so hard for to try to keep them running. But you yourself and those who have come through you are greater than anything that you can have. So how could you think to pay more attention to the operational functioning of your car than your body temple? Because that's the kind of distraction that we're under under a capitalistic system of oppression, suppression, disease, degradation, disinterest, dissatisfaction, discontent, and all this disenergy. And after a while, everybody will soon cease to exist. But the, the tragedy is that they never really lived after all of that. That when you spend your life exalting your right to be killing yourself if you spend your life exalting your right to die because you have to die from something then by the end by the time you meet that tragic date with fate you really never truly lived because there's a truth as to what living is and it's beyond just existing just breathing And we have the opportunity now to quantify, qualify, to decide as to the quality of life, the quality of living, the quality of loving, the quality of being that we will apply ourselves to. And it's a gracious opportunity to be able to respond correctly and directly to what's needed in any now moment. I think that that is the foundation of wisdom. And those of us who are the sons and daughters, the grandsons and granddaughters, the great-grandsons and great-granddaughters, the great-great-great-grandsons and the great-great-great-granddaughters and the great-great-great-great-great and the great-great-great-great-great-grandsons and the great-great... You understand that we have the responsibility to exalt our greatness. And the greatness may be in simplicity. It doesn't, it, it's not really complicated. It is in the integrity of our humanity. In the consciousness. And the conscientiousness. Of our, and how we exemplify and exalt 
duty, obligation, and responsibility in being these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence. Our greatness is by virtue of how we have taken time to self-actualize and self-realize and harmonize with the will of existence, the ways of existence, the laws of existence, and to really be loving in this life. Because love is not an emotional thing as it is absolute law. And the movement of the earth and the rotation and the flotation and the movement of the waves and the oceans and all of what we have the opportunity to experience from one continent and shore to the next all over the planet. We are upheld by this absolute and supreme intelligence. We are already in heaven. We do not have to die to go there. And we do have the right to take responsibility to do the damage control for when we were not conscientious about how poisonous or uh, how uh, how much non-food there is that we have given our children and our grandchildren. We got to clean this stuff up because what I know is that whether you realize it or not, whether you've been diagnosed or not, if you've been feeding off the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, artificially colored, artificially flavored, doing all kinds of NutraSweet and Aspartame and Equal and white sugar, degerminated bleach, box cereals, microwaving, all of this stuff, the disease is already there. It's in formation. And if your children have been exposed to all of this, the disease, is already starting. And so we don't want to wait until you're diagnosed for a thing. You don't, you don't want to, to continue to go on as if you have not been told, you've not been warned, you've not heard, you are not aware. Because in order to come into light, you have to use the light that you have. You have to care, use the care that you have so that you are able to be supported in your wholeness, in your healing, in your unfoldment, in your being all that you are, because you are a gift here and your life is a gift here. And those of us who are sharing this now moment of eternity, those of us who have had the opportunity to meet eye to eye, heart to heart, mind to mind, soul to soul, that connectedness is a gift here. But how many of you care? How much do you care to live your life honoring the relationships that you have been given opportunity to have? To really be in the appreciation and the gratitude, the reverence and the respect. See, worship is love. It's not what you do one day and then you go and start killing people and then you go back to church and, and you pray for glory and victory in your battle. The glory and the victory comes in the triumph of absolute love is your reality. The glory and the victory comes when light has triumphed as your reality and you can see the consequences of your own choices. You're not in the dark. See, those who are in the dark, they can't see. They can't guesstimate or estimate what their choices and what the consequences of what they do daily, which is why we got all of this garbage, all of this stuff that's happening because those ones who felt like they had the right by virtue of their education and their assignments and this and that, but they did did not have the light. That allows your contribution. To truly. Be of a benefit and a blessedness. To the world. This now moment in which we're living is so powerful and so auspicious because those who have not really factored 
the God factor into it. <laughs> you understand? They they feel as though everybody other than them is is less than them. Those ones who are exalting their supremacy because they they've got money, they've got this, they've done that, they've been there, they've done. Your experience does not constitute your right to be wicked. Your money does not give you the authority to be evil. Your sense of entitlement because of what your grandparents and your great-grandparents and your great-grandparents did and where their money came from in terms of old money in America from slaves and oil and alcohol and tobacco and beef and pork and chicken and, and fish and now the pharmaceuticals and the drug industries and all of that, all of that that you got your money in working towards the detriment of people, it is going to be compounded in the death of you. The law is exacting. When you invest in sickness, illness, disease, and death, your harvest will go, is going to be sickness, illness, disease, and death. Not just the ones who, who you supported as a result of them buying your products. But in terms of what you have actually done. How you used or misused or abused your intelligence, the access that you have to the intelligence of existence, to the hearts and the minds and the lives of other ones. Life is precious. The 20 billion creatures that are being slaughtered on an annual basis, their lives are still precious. The earth and, and her order and her and her seasons and her changes and and all of her temperate zones and all of that the earth is still very precious and for those of us to live upon her and not give a damn about it we'll soon be off but mother earth is still gonna be here and the intelligence of existence is so intelligent that it knows how to perpetuate itself and it will continue to perpetuate itself. The issue is, will you be that intelligent to know how to be continued in existence upon the planet and to have come to that degree of consistent application to the laws of existence, the love of existence and the integrity of your being to be who you are is this point of the presence of the absolute so that you have secured your destiny beyond the planet. As a living being, not as a dead person. And so our lives are a gift and it's more, there's more to it than just struggling, working, slaving, dying. We're here to master ourselves our desires, our passions, to come to a point where we are always conscious and conscientious about how we be here, the substance of our being. You don't have to be a college graduate to respect yourself, to love yourself, to honor and respect the lineages that you represent. You don't even have to be able to read to do that. You understand the world isn't going to hell by the, because of those who can't read. And yes, it's good for people to be literate where they can read and they can experience, you know, other ones experience and other ones thoughts and opinions and, and all of that. But reading and exposing oneself to other people's thoughts, opinions and, and theories does not necessarily quantify and qualify. One, to be continued in existence, it does not necessarily enhance one and enrich one and inspire one and motivate one to be completely committed body, heart, mind, life, and soul to life itself, to the intelligence of existence itself. 
We all have so many books written by so many ones. And it's so many thoughts and so many opinions and so many religions and so many things. But what you think on a daily basis, what you say into yourselves, how you handle yourself in situations and circumstances, how you be, all of this is going to be much more enhancing, enriching, or not in your life. So what you give your time and attention to matters. But everything doesn't get you the same thing. So where you are consciously caring to be wise, where you are consciously caring to be harmonized in the truth and the integrity of the sanctity and the sacredness and the divinity of your being, then you would care to be in the laws of love, forgiveness, the humility that does not exempt you from being powerful, being potent, being effective, being influential, being wealthy financially. You understand how we take full advantage of the gifts that we have been given. We have to decide what we're living for. Because you will never ever have anything that is greater than who and what you already are. There's nothing that man has made that adds to the substance of you. It is by virtue of the true substance of you where you are able to attract greater ones, experiences. And yes, you can have money. You've probably had so much money already. The issue is, is that what do you have the love and the care and the passion to be living for? Because there are those who are on point. And everything they do, they do from a centeredness in terms of how and what kind of value that they are contributing back to the world. And they prosper because they have that intention. Because they apply themselves to loving and serving and giving. And honoring and respecting and reverencing and appreciating loving and appreciating. And at some point in time, you're going to be held accountable for knowing the truth, loving the truth, standing in the truth, and understanding that that is your protection from the liars and the and the usurpers and the bastardizers and those who are in error is you get into the truth of who you be as this living loving intelligent potent and immortal point of this absolute and supreme reality that is all there is as existence itself because its way its will its love its light its truth is always triumphant and victorious. We don't have to battle and we don't have to struggle, but we do have to surrender and we have to cleanse in order to be healed and we have to be healed in order to truly know how to serve and we have to serve in order to really be in the fullness of our blessedness, our health, our wealth, our prosperity and creating that which is our true legacy and destiny. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal.